See, this is how you know I don't do drugs. Someone smokes something. Someone pops some mushrooms. Who pops mushrooms? How many marijuanas did you do? Excuse me, sir. Sir? Sir, how many, how many marijuanas did you do? How many pots did you take? Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Jeremiah with the Kind of Kidding Podcast, and we're back. We're back for another episode. I don't know if you guys thought I'd be back. I didn't know I would be back. You want to know why I didn't think I'd be back? I didn't think I'd be back because I'm fucking sore. I have worked my ass off today. I've worked my ass off for two days. And I'm not talking about clocking in at your day job, sitting at a computer, driving a truck or, you know, whatever it is that you do for a living. I'm talking about coming home to my place of peace, my uh, my sanctuary, the 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 place where I'm supposed to be able to chill and kick it and just relax. You know, that that place called home, that place where you go to just to just unwind. But what did Jeremiah do at home? Jeremiah didn't unwind. Jeremiah got wound. <laughs> Man, I, I um I'm delirious right now. I I fell asleep twice turning this computer on. <laughs> this um backyard project. I don't know if you guys follow my Instagram or if you guys uh uh listened to the last episode, but if you did, you know that I was preparing for a little makeover, a little project in the backyard. And um and that project is underway. <laughs> It is, uh, it is underway in full, full force. There is no, there is no beating around a bush. There's, there's no, I don't even know if I could understate just how intense this last two days have been. Um, is anybody familiar with planner boxes? You know, the, just, just a little flower bed, like a planner box, you know, a, most of them are four by four or five by eight or whatever. Mine, uh, mine are, mine are very, very big. And I have four of those in the backyard, four of them filled with dirt. Two of them are, two of them are thriving and got good vegetation. And two of them, I mean, I guess they have good vegetation as well, but that vegetation is, um, is weedy. <laughs> I got weed. Weeds growing in the backyard, not weed. I said it wrong. I don't got weed growing in the backyard. I got weeds. It'd be cool if I had weed in the backyard. I mean, I don't smoke weed, but, you know, in some states it's it's legal to sell again. Or I guess it was never legal to sell before. So it can't be legal to sell again. But it's it's legal to distribute with a license in a uh, dispensary. Dispensary. Dispensary? Dispensary. I'm fairly certain I pronounced that word right. See, English sucks. I don't... I used to think that I was a fairly educated man, but as time goes on and things change and my brain gets weird and, you know, I'm I'm removed from... I'm removed from academics. 
I don't know if I'm becoming an idiot or the world around me is dumbing itself down because I'm I'm falling into the I'm falling into the falling into the trap, <laughs> making up words and then and hoping Webster, you know, sees it, hears us use it long enough to to put it in the dictionary. Did you know that? Did you know Webster actually has put words in the dictionary that weren't words? I think ain't. I think the word ain't is in the dictionary now because people used it so often that Webster's just said, I'm tired of fighting you guys. Fuck it. It's in the book. You could use it in Scrabble now. <laughs> anyway, where was I going? I was saying something. Um, oh, planner boxes. Four big ass planner boxes in the backyard. I didn't think it'd be that hard. I was just going to take the planner boxes out and it, it give me, you know, 20 square feet, I think. Pretty big, pretty big area. Um, give me a lot of room back there to to build a deck so I could. Well, first off, I was going to remove it so I can so I can build a um, or so I could buy a, a pergola or a a gazebo. Uh, by the way. For whoever I've been telling these stories to the last week or I guess the last two months, my dreams of pergolas and gazebos, I guess. I guess I was using it wrong or I was saying it right. And then someone convinced me that I was saying it wrong. So that I just believe them. And then for the last month, I just been saying it wrong, but I've been calling this thing that I wanted a pergola. I've always wanted a quote unquote gazebo in my backyard. Ever since I was a kid, I just thought it'd be cool to have a gazebo. I don't know why when I was a kid, I was obsessed with gazebos. <laughs> Little 10-year-old Jeremiah, what do you want for Christmas? I would like a gazebo, Santa Claus. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want a, a a tank or a train engine or a fire engine? You don't want a, a sword? You want a replica cap gun? No, Santa Claus, I would, I would really like a gazebo. <laughs> well, here we are, 39 years old. I'm finally getting a gazebo. I've called it a pergola for the last two months. Apparently, a pergola is similar to a gazebo, but it doesn't have a roof or it doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have a covered roof. Pergolas normally have those slatted roofs, the slatted ceilings where, you know, at high noon, there's no shade. But at, you know, four o'clock, the left side might have some shade. And at, you know, 10 in the morning, the right side might have some shade. So it's, it's actually really sweet. Um, I have a few friends that have pergolas. And I wouldn't mind a pergola, but I fell on the opportunity to acquire a, a really nice gazebo. And I've been telling everybody that I was putting a pergola in the backyard. And when I showed them a picture of what I was getting, they said, oh, a gazebo. And I almost snapped my phone in half because I knew I was fucking correct the first time. I knew I was right. I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew I knew what I wanted. I knew I knew. I knew I knew what I wanted. And I set out to get it and was convinced I was saying it wrong. And for two calendar months, I've just looked like an idiot to all the gazebo enthusiasts out there. So, um, but yes, I'm removing planner boxes so I can put a gazebo back there. But the twist is now I have decided to build a deck. Yes, Jeremiah has decided to build a deck. Jeremiah, who has not built or constructed anything like that before in his life. Have I ever built a table? 
Okay, that's a bad example. I did build a table. I built a rickety table to hold a really small microwave at my job. I just OSB board and four pieces of wood. It was quite the <laughs> quite the the craftsmanship. It was quite the quite the table. It held that microwave for two years. It was really awesome. But uh, I've never built a deck. I've never even seen anybody build a deck. I've I've never even stood on a deck that somebody has built themselves. Somebody has always constructed these things for the people I know. If I don't I don't think any deck I've stepped on has been built by the homeowner. I think it was there when they got there or they hired a professional. Now myself, I happen to have a good friend who who knows how to build decks and he has decided to help me and I'm grateful for it. But before we can get to building the deck, so I could bring this this pergola slash gazebo on it, uh, I got to clear the area. And uh, let me tell you, that shit's intense. If if you've never if you've never realized how I mean, let me just be honest, I've I've never realized how much damn dirt is actually in a planter box, five by eight planter box. Five feet by eight feet planter box, probably a foot and a half high. Maybe even not, maybe not even that high. There's a shit ton of dirt in there. And you don't realize how much dirt's in there, that how much dirt is in there until you start shoveling it out. And two hours later, you haven't made a fucking dent. It it's painful, it's tiring, it's frustrating. And it's not rewarding at all in those first couple hours. I spent a whole day. Well, let's put it this way. I worked from 7 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. And came home. Had a two-hour break doing what? Watched some baseball, prepared, got myself got myself um, ready to work. <laughs> You guys ever get ready to work? If you had a project, do you, do you just dive into it or do you have to warm up? I'm a guy that has to warm up to the project. I can't just wake up and go, boom, give me the shovel, let me dig. That's not how this shit works with Jeremiah. I wake up, I look at the project, I measure the project, I plan the project, I consider my options for the project, I think about how other people would do the project, I think about how I want to do the project, and then I go inside and I sit down and I watch TV and I forget all about the project. <laughs> and then I go, shit, I'm losing time. And then I start that process all over. It's actually pretty entertaining to watch. If you could sit next to me while I plan a project, it's intense. Now, when I start the project, I'm, I'm gung-ho. The moment I start working, I am working. But to get to that point is very fucking interesting. <laughs> so... What I'm trying to say is I finally got to the point at about five o'clock where I was ready to go. And, um, and I went, <laughs> I got in the car, I drove over to, to a, a place where I could rent some equipment. I got a dump trailer, drove it back to my house, backed it in and started working. And, uh, 
from about, I would say, six o'clock to nine o'clock. I just kept digging and digging and digging and digging and digging. And finally got one planter box gone. And you would think that would be a, a moment to celebrate. And I got to tell you, it was not. It wasn't worth celebrating. You want to know why it wasn't celebrating? Celebra- it wasn't worth celebrating. It wasn't because it was. It wasn't be. It wasn't because I accomplished something. Because, because you know, you want to celebrate accomplishments, and I did accomplish something, but I didn't celebrate it, and I wasn't happy at the end, because the moment I wiped the sweat from my brow and I said, "Okay, that was a good day," I looked over and realized I have three more of those, three more of those to do. And it is dark and I have to do this tomorrow and I'm tired. I have to clear this ground before my buddy comes over the next day to help lay out the area where my deck is going to go. I'm supposed to have all this dirt up. I've got one of four planter boxes. It took me four fucking hours. (laughs) Do the math, people. Four hours for one. There's three more. Four times three is 12. That's technically supposed to be, based on the effort I just put in, 12 more hours of work. And I'm supposed to have this done before he shows up the next day. That shit was not happening. And I'll tell you right now, because it's Saturday night, it didn't happen. Now, what did happen, what did happen is I woke up early and I didn't take four, I didn't take, you know, four hours to plan my, my attack. I woke up and I went for it and I started shoveling and shoveling and shoveling and I stopped thinking of things. I didn't think about how much my, my hands hurt. I didn't think how much my feet hurt. I didn't think how much my back hurt. I thought about absolutely nothing than moving dirt. I move earth. I need a shirt that says I move earth. (laughs) And I did the damn thing. And guess what? Right now at 10 o'clock p.m., 10.02 p.m. on June 24th, I have three planter boxes gone. (laughs) So I still have one more to do, people. But Sunday's going to be great. And to be honest with you, I picked myself up off the floor about 20 minutes ago to do this podcast because I owe it to you. I owe it to myself to be consistent. If you're following this podcast, it's important for me to be available. It's important for me to be present. It's important for me to stay relevant. Consistency is key. I will not miss a week. So I'm doing this. I'm doing it right now. 15 minutes in to a rambling podcast about basically nothing, but I'm here. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I lied. I'm not bright-eyed and I'm not bushy-tailed. I'm exhausted and I'm sore. Um, I'm so sore that I'm going to take a two minute break and go pop some medicine, pop some pills. What pills do I Advil, Advil, ibuprofen, acetaminophen, acetaminophen, acetaminophen. That's that Tylenol. You know, Tylenol is a brand of acetaminophen. I thought Tylenol was the actual, you know, active ingredient. Well, I'm an idiot, right? Uh, give me a moment. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back, and 
And we got to find a way. We got to find a way to have medicine uh, hit hit quicker because <laughs> we should be able to pop uh, an over the counter medication and it instantly help us like in the moment. I shouldn't have to pop it at 10 something p.m. for me to feel better at 11 o'clock because that's lame. Right. Um, I mean, think about it. Somebody somebody smokes smoke something somebody somebody pops some 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 mushrooms see this is how you know i don't do drugs someone smokes something someone pops some mushrooms who pops mushrooms how many marijuanas did you do excuse me sir 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 how many how many marijuanas did you do how many pots did you take sir ma'am how many pots did you take Obviously, I don't do the marijuana and I don't take the pots. <laughs> but think about it. Someone smokes some weed. Uh, someone pops some shrooms. Someone throws something, some other, some other um, narcotic. And they feel, they feel that shit right away. A lot of people do. I'm not advocating to do drugs. I'm just saying there's some drugs out there that you do that you feel Almost immediately. Why can't why can't that be something like ibuprofen can do? Like, why does it take so damn long for ibuprofen to help me? My back has been hurting for three hours. I've taken I've taken Advil and ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Ibu, ibu, ibuprofen. I've taken Advil, which is a brand of something, and ibu ibu. Fuck. God damn the. Freaking word. Ibuprofen. Is ibuprofen a brand of something? Or is that? Hold on. Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. NSAIDs. NSAIDs. N-S-A-I-D-S. Such as ibuprofen may cause... Ulcers, bleeding, or holes in the esophagus. What? No way. It re- it works by reducing hormones that cause inflammation. Okay. So ibuprofen is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. N-S-A-I-D. Oh, that's what NSAID stands for. People, NSAID. NSAID stands for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug see who said the kind of kidding podcast wasn't informative and educational um so when you're sore and when you're when you have some body aches and you're trying to keep your the inflammation down you take a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug one of which is called ibuprofen that is not a brand ibuprofen is not a brand motrin and advil are okay so i took some advil which is ibuprofen which is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug um however i'm kind of kind of uneasy about taking this because apparently ibuprofen that you use to cure yourself of inflammatory or fucking idiot, Jeremiah. 
you take it to keep the inflammation down, it can cause ulcers, bleeding, or holes in the esophagus. Now, I assume you have to take a shit ton of ibuprofen for that to happen, but the fact that this medicine can make me can make me worse. See, that's why when I was younger, I didn't take medicine. I've always been afraid of medicine. You know, I've I've been so afraid of medicine that I haven't gone to a doctor or taken any kind of actual quote unquote medicine in quite some time. I I didn't take Tylenol for headaches. I've only recently started doing the ibuprofen and Advil game, and that's just because I'm so freaking sore all the time that I've just caved. But I've been afraid to take any kind of pill because I'm always, I, I've, I don't think I have an addictive personality, but I've been afraid that I would take something that would, that I'd get addicted to. You know, you hear it all the time. Someone goes in for surgery, whatever it is, elbow, shoulder, knee, back, they go in for surgery and the doctor gives them some, some pretty hardcore pain medication. They take it. And then they're, these people are hooked. They're hooked on these drugs. They don't even need it anymore, but they 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 took something that made them feel so damn good that now they can't live without it. And I know that it's pretty pathetic and pretty stupid for me to say, but that's how I feel about Tylenol and ibuprofen. I am I am so afraid that my knee is going to hurt and I'm going to take this thing and one day it's just going to work so well that I'm just going to be hooked. So far, I've taken ibuprofen and Advil and Tylenol and acetaminophens or whatever they're called. And I, won't, I, don't, I don't actually know if they work. <laughs> I, right now, verdict's out. I don't know if they work. I have no clue. I'm taking these things because people tell me I'm supposed to. No clue. No clue if they work. You know, maybe I am addicted to them. I don't know. Oh, well, what am I talking about? Um. Yeah, what was I talking about? <sighs> what was I saying? Think, Jeremiah. Think, think, think. This is a live podcast. Well, it's not live. But uh, I told you guys before, I get on these things with no agenda. I don't have I don't have a script. I don't have notes anymore. I just I just go. I want this to be like you knocked on my door and sat on the couch with me. We just started talking. I feel like that's how this is. So if you're entertained by this, then come on over. Let's hang out. If you're not entertained from this, well, stay the fuck out of here. Don't knock on my door, right? Because <laughs> this is what you get, people. You come and sit in Jeremiah's house. We're going to talk about ibuprofen. We're going to talk about planter boxes. We're going to talk about decks, pergolas, gazebos. We're going to talk about spiders. Oh, shit. The spiders. How could I forget the spiders? These planter boxes have been sitting out there since 1998. And somebody has been using them all these years. We bought the house. We've used them off and on. Kind of, we're not no green thumbs here, but we've been doing the damn thing. But there's about a foot of dirt under the top layer that's untouched. Untouched by the human hand. And people, that's where the that's where the spiders are living. I removed these planter boxes and they scurried. They scurried like roaches in the South Carolina's apartment. It's, and I can say that because I lived in an apartment in South Carolina. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you don't know what a cockroach scurrying looks like in South Carolina apartment, go down to South Carolina. Go to Sumter, South Carolina right now. 
rent an apartment, keep the lights off for a whole day. That's all you got to do. Rent an apartment, go inside, turn the lights off, black out the room. Don't turn shit on. Go to sleep, wake up in the morning, keep the lights off, walk into the kitchen, turn the lights on real quick and look at the ground. I guarantee you that ground moved. I'm not even fucking joking. If anybody's listening to this podcast right now and you live in South Carolina, you know what the hell I'm talking about. And it might not even just be South Carolina. I have not seen a cockroach in Idaho. I don't think they live in Idaho. I'd research it right now, but then I'll get lost on the internet and then you guys would never, <laughs> we never get back to whatever the fuck we were talking about right now. But see, I already lost my train of thought. I don't even know why, why I talk about cockroaches. Jeremiah, what the fuck, man? What the hell? Where did I? Where was I talking about cockroaches? Something about cockroaches. Oh, oh, the spiders. Okay, I move the planter box. I I take the wood off the side of the planter box, which, by the way, is over engineered. The whoever built these planter boxes in my backyard built them to never be removed. But in true demolition fashion. My obsessive personality, I start to take something away. I start to start a job and I don't understand why it's done the way it's done. I start trying to figure it out. I want to remove this goddamn thing. So I obsess and I find different ways to, to accomplish my task and I accomplished it, but I digress. Point is it's over-engineered. I've tried really, I got really down in there and I finally, I finally broke through. I got the brackets off of this piece of wood and I, I yanked that planter box off. And as soon as I yanked it off, every spider in Ada County, every spider in Boise, Idaho must be living in my backyard because those things scurried. They scurried. They scurried and I was scurred. <laughs> it was scurry. They scurried and it was scurry. Um, did I scream? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did I? Did I jump back with a disgusted look on my face? Yeah. Yes, I did. Am I embarrassed about it? No. Fuck no. I don't care who saw me. The neighbor's probably laughing at me right now, and I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I hate spiders. If you don't know that by now, then you don't listen to my podcast. And what's worse is I had two other planter boxes that I eventually got this, the, um, got taken apart and they're just as bad. And I have one more that I haven't finished yet tomorrow that I got to deal with, but you know, I'm a man. So, uh, you know, did you guys believe that when I said that I'm a man, does that sound manly? Probably not. I don't care. <laughs> But I have to do that tomorrow. Um, the good news is there's no snakes. No more snakes in my yard. You know, they're gone. The snakes have left. And uh, I'm fully convinced that the snake that got away the other day, if you guys look at my, um, if you guys look at uh, or been on my Instagram, you'd notice that I, I scared a snake out of my yard. He went in the neighbor's yard, went into his little snake hole, went to their little burrow. I assume snakes burrow. I have no fucking clue. But he 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 went home and he told everybody, he said, hey, there's a 112-pound Doberman over there. And there's a dude with a camera, tattoos, and a stick. 
and he ain't fucking around. That's what he said. He went home and he said, Doberman tattoos stick. Stay out of that yard. They're not fucking around. And then the spiders found out that the snakes weren't coming back and they moved in. That that's I'm convinced that's what happened. So nevertheless, going back 20 minutes, <laughs> I'm removing these planter boxes. And my buddy and I are gonna dig some trenches and buy some wood and put up a deck. And it took me a half hour to tell you that. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, shit. What a day. What a long, long day. Um, You guys are smart. If if we're friends, I'd probably consider you smart. If you know me personally, I'd probably consider you a smart person. I don't like to surround myself around dummies. It's draining. It's uh it's fatiguing to put up with some of the idiocracy that people hold. So I'm just going to assume that you people are my friends and since you're my friends, I consider you semi-intelligent. <laughs> And you can see through the bullshit and you can tell just how fucking tired I am. I have a lot of energy. 99% of the time of my day, I am super, super energetic. I'm so energetic you can't stand it. And right now, I'm delirious. I think I'm I'm going on fumes. I am uh I've been up since since 7 a.m. working on this backyard. And it's it's been taxing. I told you guys earlier that I was sleeping, woke up and said, I got to get this podcast recorded. I got to get this episode recorded because I'm not going to have time tomorrow. I got a whole day of construction. I have a whole day, one full day. And then every day after work this week, I'm going to be doing it again. I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm a true, I'm a true homeowner guys. This is the first time I think This is no, no, this is the second time. This is the second time since I've lived in this home that I can, I I feel like an actual full fledged 100% homeowner. I mean, I feel like that every time I pay the mortgage too, but for the most part, (laughs) the projects, this is the second time that I've done homeowner stuff. Normally, when things break around the house and you're renting, you call the landlord, you know. A lot of the times, it's their responsibility to fix some shit. The pipe broke, they fix it. The water heater doesn't work, they come over and they fix it. Or they hire someone to come. The washer, the dryer, the the dishwasher, something doesn't go right, you just call a landlord. Well, I'm the fucking landlord. And I can't can't rely on someone else to do something I want. Or do do something for me. So... The first time I've lived... The first time I felt like a true, true, true homeowner... My water, my sprinkler line broke underneath, underneath my, my rocked back. I have a, not a patio, but, um, what's it called? Next to my patio is just a bunch of rocks. We, I, I put, I put three yards of rocks, um, around my home so I could put a fire pit and some chairs and it's, it's really nice. I love it. But underneath that way back in the day, the, 
the sprinkler line that goes to the front of my house apparently runs underneath my home. And it went underneath where all my rocks are. And I go walking out one day and I start standing on the rock and it moves like a waterbed. And I'm like, whoa. And then my foot sinks and I'm in a puddle of water. And I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And my dad and my brother-in-law, they they help me find where the leak is. And turns out, excuse me, turns out my sprinkler line has a hole in it. And it's just, it's flooding. It's flooding the whole back area where my, where, where my rocked bed is, um, off to the side of, of my patio. So we find out where it is. We, we cut it. We, we repair it. I've never repaired a sprinkler line before, but my dad went to, went to, um, went to a store and, and bought the things that I needed. And he said, Hey, take this tool, cut the hose cut the hose, put this uh, plastic fitting in there, put this plastic and fitting in there. And, or first put these hose clamps on each side, put the uh, plastic fitting in there and then clamp it down, clamped it down. He goes, all right, turn the water back on. We turn the water back on. And sure enough, I fixed, I mean, yeah, he, he, my dad guided me and my brother-in-law was there to, to help me. But for the most part, I fixed my first sprinkler line and was no one knew but within myself, I was extremely overjoyed because it was the first time that I had fixed something that usually would have been would have been reserved for a landlord. And then I buried the line and it's been fine ever since. And now I'm tearing shit up in the backyard to build a structure for me to enjoy the rest of my life at this home, which could be 30 years, 40 years, might be. Might be the next 60 years. I don't know. Could be four years. But either way, it's mine. I own it. I'm doing the damn thing. And I didn't ask permission. I didn't have to wait. I don't have to tear it down when I leave. It's a good fucking feeling. If you own a home, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know own a home, you also know what I'm talking about. Because you can't do things you want to do because it's someone else's property. At my last house, I built a, a fire pit. I put up a fence. I, I I made a patio out of pavers. I did all that for me and my family, my kids, and everybody who, my friends. I did it for everybody that was coming over or living with me to enjoy it. Knowing that the moment I leave, I'm taking it all. I'm, I'm tearing it down. This ain't for you. <laughs> this is for me. And if you're not going to let me stay here, I'm taking that shit. And I did. Like a petty fucking renter. <laughs> I took that shit. I took my pavers. I took my fence. I took my rocks. I took everything. Fuck that place. (laughs) But now I'm building shit that I could leave. When I sell this home, it stays. Probably. I'm not going to tear it down. It comes with the home. Congratulations. You got a deck. I don't know. I'm on my soapbox here. I'm super proud of myself. Super excited. I think this ibuprofen or these NSAIDs, whatever the hell I took, I think they might have, I think they might be hitting me in a way that this medication wasn't, wasn't intended because I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a second wind here. Maybe, maybe the medicine works. Maybe my soreness and my inflammation is slowly going away the longer I'm on this podcast. And I could probably go outside right now at 1030, whatever, and, uh, and start shoveling. (laughs) 
If I had lights, I would do it. Um, God, man, I'm sorry. I love you guys for listening to this podcast. I'm rambling. I'm I'm hurt. I'm sore. My hands got blisters on it. My hands got blisters, people. I know some of you out there got real fucking jobs and got blisters all the damn day. I don't. I don't do that shit. I manage a warehouse. Other people in my in my business do the the, the hard labor. I ran call centers for a certain amount of years. I'm out here digging fucking planter boxes out, dealing with spiders, fending off snakes. I'm I'm fucking Indiana Jones, guys. I'm I'm Harrison Ford in a Filipino tattooed body. I really am the shit. Just want you <laughs> I really 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 am. Ah. But I feel like I'm dying. Let's just be honest. I'm going to tell you how much of a man I am and tell you about all my cool accomplishments in the backyard, but let's be honest. I feel like I'm dying. I uh, Nothing bad's going on in my life where I feel like I have a midlife crisis, but I have a midlife... I have uh, the opposite. You know, you know people, people have midlife crises and they start spending a lot of money and going on trips and buying shit that they don't need and basically doing what I'm doing, except they're unhappy or they're scared of something. I'm not having a midlife crisis. I'm having a midlife, um, revelation. Is that a thing? A midlife revelation? Just to get serious a little bit. I know it's, you know, I don't know how long I've been talking, but I've been rambling. I told you guys I'm, I'm, I really, I really got on this episode because I wanted to Put an, put an episode out, create some content that was true, that was raw. It, it's just me. This is this is this is just me on a on a on a Saturday. Is it Saturday? It's me on a Saturday by myself. Everyone's gone. Everybody, by the way, everybody in my household went camping without me. So I felt like this was a good opportunity to to do some some house makeover shit. And and I did. And, and I'm going to tell you why, um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now that I, I'm not an impulsive person. However, I've had three friends die. I've had three friends pass away since January and we're. We're only through June. You know, July is around the corner. It's only been six or seven months, and and three of my friends are no longer here. Um, and, and it's not a, a a crisis, a midlife crisis, but I'm 39 years old, and and my friends are dropping like flies, and and I don't feel good. My body, I need to, I need to watch my health, and. I have other friends that are going through some things and and I'm just I'm just coming to that realization that I'm almost 40 and and unless I make some drastic changes in my life, I'm I'm halfway done with my life. The real the, the real realistically, I don't know if I'll make it to 80 until I actively really, really dedicate myself into making some changes. And I've done some things, you know, I've told you in the past that 
I've I had an episode before where some things have happened and it made me really open my eyes and say, hey, some things need to change. And they have changed. But there's a lot more than just, you know, do you know, eating different food and going on hikes. There's there's a lot of other things that need to change. And you know, I'm get, I'm getting distracted here, but what I'm saying is I'm not having a midlife crisis, but it's a midlife realization, revelation, epiphany, whatever you want to call it. I need to enjoy my life as well. Whatever however many years I have left, Months, maybe weeks. I don't know. Hours. You don't know when you're going to go. You have to enjoy your fucking life. You work all day. You earn money to pay someone else so you can stay somewhere. You 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 have car payments so you can move around. None of that's fun. It's not fun to pay a mortgage. It's not fun to make a car payment. It's not fun to pay bills. None of that is entertaining. And I've done that my whole life. My whole life, I have just, I have just worked to pay and, you know, sprinkling a little bit of fun every now and then, but for the most part, the majority of my life has been spent doing things so I can just get through the day and I'm tired of it. So if you say, why randomly build a deck? Well, yeah, maybe it is kind of random, but it's not impulsive. I thought about this shit for a long time. Not the deck, not the gazebo. I'm saying enjoy. I bought a house. I'm happy. Now I'm going to enjoy the home. I'm going to build something in the back so I can sit back there and enjoy it. I'm going to go to a baseball game. I'm going to buy tickets to a baseball game and enjoy it. The plane tickets are expensive. I'm going to fucking buy the plane ticket. I'm going to go. I'm not going to go broke. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize food on the table. I'm not going to lose a house because I want to do something. I'm just saying within reason, sit back and just think about what you're doing in your day. And, and if you say, Hey, that shit was fun then fuck it. Keep doing it. But if, if you spent it's June 24th right now, as I record this in a couple days, hopefully you'll be listening to this. Think about what you've done this year. The majority of this year, you haven't had fun. I'm going to tell you that right now. You might not be unhappy, but you haven't been living. Very few of us have been living. And I choose to try to live a little more because those three people, those three friends of mine that are no longer here thought they had another year, thought they had another, uh, you know, they thought they had more time. They were going to do something next year. And then next year came and they said, I'll do it next year. And then that year came, they will do it next year. You're running out of time. Stop. Stop kidding yourself. Every day, you're closer to not being here. It's depressing. It's fucking depressing. But I'm going to tell you that right now. If you, you already know that. I'm just going to say it. Go camping. Build a deck, watch a baseball game. You know, you, you've been talking about going and watching a football game for five years now. You haven't watched it. You haven't, you haven't gone and seen one. Go do that shit. One time. Just do it. Stop sitting around and waiting. 
You know, and if you're not doing it for you, do it for other people. You know, I have a, my dad, he's not going to be around forever. So every opportunity I I have to do something with him, I'm going to fucking do it. Okay. If, if he calls and says, Hey, I got games to a Braves game. It's in this, it's in this month. I look at my bank account right now and I can't do it. Damn sure. I'm going to, I'm a hustle. I'm going to find a way I'm going to go do that because I can't keep saying next year, next year, next year, next year. Cause you know what? One of those years he ain't going to be here and I'm going to, it's going to be fucking sad to know that I had a lot of opportunities to do something with my old man. And, and I didn't because I was, I was too worried about work. You know, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. But if I tell my job that I have to go do something with a family member and they tell me, no, I will not work at that fucking job anymore. My family is a priority. My, my, my happiness is a priority and I'm not going to jeopardize that so I could earn a dollar with this company. There's another company. I'll find another company that will pay me a wage that will allow me to go to my daughter's basketball games. That'll let me go to my, my daughter's recitals. That will let me go to my nephew's uh, uh, football games. That will let me go to my cousin's uh, events. I'm, I'm going to do that shit. And I know this, I know this podcast started uh, about me being tired and sore and spiders and decks and backyard shit. And, and now it got really weird, <laughs> but that's what we do. It kind of kidding. We, we just talk, we, we just, we get into the business and, and I don't know how we get here, but we get here every episode. We get to this moment. I don't know how it happens, but we do it. And that's, that's what I'm proud of. And and uh, I just, I don't know what the message for this week was. I think the message for this week was, regardless of how you feel, do what makes you happy. This podcast makes me happy. I didn't feel like recording today. I'm, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I need to, I need to ice some of my, my joints. But this makes me happy. Talking to you makes me happy. If you've made it to this, I don't know what minute we're in, 45, 46, 47, whatever. If you've made it here, you're listening to me, t- listening to me tell you that this makes me happy. You make me happy. So I'm going to keep fucking doing this. And I think we'll just end there. That's, this is a good place to end. I'll be back next week with a update on my deck. Um, maybe it'll be a little bit more fun. Maybe I'll have some other content. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Every week's different, but we're going to end this one today. I am really tired. I do got to go to sleep. I have so many spiders and, and dirt to move tomorrow. So, so let's call it, huh? All right. That was the podcast, everybody. This was kind of kidding. I'm the Jeremiah and I love y'all.